This is the Master Brewers Podcast, brought to you by the Master Brewers Association of the Americas, a volunteer organization dedicated to continually improving the products and processes of our membership since 1887. Let's go! 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 Master Brewers brings you interviews with the industry's best and brightest in brewing science, technology, and operations. This Master Brewers podcast is proudly sponsored by Hopsteiner, a global leader in the hop industry focused on quality, sustainability, and innovation in new hop varieties and hop products. Contact our brewery sales team to provide you with the hop-related tools you need to craft your next great beer. For more information, visit hopsteiner.com. Additional support provided by... Get to know Proximity Malt. We malt superior, European-style, low-protein varieties grown close to home in Delaware and Colorado. Domestically grown, precisely malted to style. With our team of seasoned experts and two brand-new malt houses, try what's really new in malt. Check us out at www.proximitymalt.com. We're better as a herd, and, and that's what United We Brew means. This week on the show, we take a break from technical brewing to chat with the current Master Brewers president, Toby Eppard, live from the Craft Brewers Conference in Denver. Toby talks about recent changes at Master Brewers, where the organization is headed, and the importance of partnering with the BA and other organizations. Master Brewers did some rebranding a few years ago. What does the slogan, United We Brew, mean to you? Uh, That's an outstanding question. Um, In my mind, as of about two years ago, uh, part of the vision-setting process is to kind of decide, well, who are you and what are you going to be? And with regard to United We Brew, it means uh, diversity and inclusion. It means together. It means friends. It means community. And so the United We Brew, we seek as an organization to uh, to include everything that uh, is involved in the brewing industries, uh, right from the educational, from to the uh, to the folks who actually run the universities, to the allied industry who makes materials for us, and importantly. And what the Master Brewers is all about is what happens at the district level. Uh, the district level is absolutely key. Um, we're, we're currently here at the uh, convention, uh, the BA convention, the Craft Brewers Convention in Denver, and, and what a great job they have done. But I want to reflect on what one of the, the, the keynote speakers, is. Uh, his name is Bruce, and you guys might know Bruce from uh, uh, his involvement in Iron Maiden as uh, the lead singer of Iron Maiden. And uh, the one thing that he said that, uh, that the craft beer industry has, that brewing industry has in general, is that uh, you have to ask yourself the question, why would 5,000 people stand in a field for three days in the mud uh, and enjoy doing it at the same time to see you play a concert? And that's obviously his experience of being a rock star. But, you know, he thought about that and he said, well, it's all about, it's all about having friends. It's all being part of something that's bigger than I am. And, and that's what the districts do in the master brewers. We provide the opportunity, that time to be united with the allied industry, to be with other people that care and, and, and love beer just like we do. And so it's about creating friends. It's about creating community. And it's about creating unity. And that, to me, John, that's what 
United We Brew means. All right, great. There have been some big structural changes underway at Master Brewers for a couple of years now. Talk about what has changed and what changes are coming. Yeah, I, I, I always say that um, in organizations, big organizations, and even little organizations, if you really don't know what you want to be, well, then, you know, any path will get there. And you, and you might reflect on, you know, the words of Lewis Carroll in Alice in Wonderland, that if you don't know which direction you're going, well, any path will take you there. Well, that's not a real efficient way of doing business in, in an organization. Now some almost 5,000 members strong internationally. And so part of this whole vision-setting process in the United We Brew, it's sort of setting, well, what do you want to be? And I might reflect on what uh, Jeff Eaton from 21st Amendment Brewery had stated to me when we're working through some of the business practices that we at the Master Brewers are working through this year. He said, you know, Toby, this is all about just getting more for the membership. And I said, Jeff, that's exactly right. When we become efficient and we can, we can provide technical content and we know what we want to be and what we can accomplish, well, then we can basically siphon those, those funds, those resources. I mean, volunteer, we're a volunteer organization. It, it takes a lot to get volunteers to, you know, have share of mind with regard to our organization. So we have to be extremely efficient. So along with that, we, we know what we want to be. We have to have business practices that reflect that. And so what we're doing this year is we're taking the vision of United We Brew and we're working on those individual year in and year out ways of working, things that we do on a repeatable fixed sequence. And so what we're really trying to decide is, well, what do we want to do? What's important to our brewers? I don't want to be in a smoke-filled room with a bunch of cigars and a bunch of guys with you know, some good beers and making decisions about what we're going to do as an organization. I want input from the allied industry. I want input from our, our contractors and suppliers. And I, I want input from the membership. Jeff had it exactly right. He said, more for the membership. So we're developing those processes this year. And uh, anybody who knows me knows that, and I'm a real process guy, so it's process technology people, right? And so we got to get those processes right. And SISOC has been an outstanding partner in this process. And uh, sometimes they look at us a little bit confused, like, well, what do you want? Well, through developing these good business practices, we'll know on a yearly calendar of how to fulfill that mission. And so next year, with Chris Scholl becoming president, you're going to see a beta testing of this. And then you're going to see full implementation. At the end of the day, our committees will know exactly what our membership wants. And we can be extremely efficient. I'm no longer in the role I previously served at Master Brewers. These days, uh, my involvement is limited to producing this podcast. But through my previous role, I got to watch a lot of folks cycle through the executive committee. I had countless conversations with past presidents, district leaders, staff at SISOC. And I watched the vision and mission get rewritten more than once. The previous version of the mission statement broke out three key components. They were advancing research and innovation, uh, facilitating the exchange of information, and providing educational opportunities to brewers, a.k.a. scholarships. Uh, is that still the mission? Because to me, that's what Master Brewers is really all about. Right. And, and you're, making a, you're making a dissertion from what is a vision of what you want to be, and then the mission is kind of how do you do that Correct. in the outputs. And, you know, you know John, I don't see that changing. It's really not changed. It's just how we do this with solid business practices to make sure that we actually accomplish. When we decide, well, take this for example, if we say that uh, packaging 
can quality or maybe bottle quality is a big issue within our community of brewers. And this is something is getting in the way of them being successful. Well, then we decide, the Board of Governors makes a decision and says, that's what we're going to do. Well, what knowledge do we need around that? Well, that would be a committee function. What education do we need around that? Well, that would be the education committees and then a resulting training coming out of that. The idea is to focus in, to stay focused on, you know, fulfilling those different missions, but providing that value back to the membership. But without those business practices, I think a lot of times we're a little bit confused and we step on each other on how we get things done. And it's just as simple as making a process flow diagram and saying, this is the role that John provides making podcasts for us. How do we get him lined up behind what this need is rather than John guessing at what we might want? That's a very frustrating situation. So this is what we seek to uh, not fix, but to improve upon. Sounds good. The American beer industry as a whole continues to decline in volume, losing share to wine and spirits. Craft beer's growth rate has slowed dramatically in recent years, and the marketplace is a crowded mess. Quality has become more important than ever. My money is on master brewers experiencing a big uptick in membership in the coming years as brewers need to become more educated and more competent to survive. What is Master Brewers going to need to do differently in this new environment? Well, John, yeah, I, I share those same exact sentiments. Uh, I, and one of my other hots that I used to play in the past was to be was a marketing professional along with a science geek as a technical brewer. So we've been seeing a lot of these trends weigh in and weigh out over the years, but we're very clearly in a very crowded market right now. And that is not going to go away, especially since uh, most of the growth in the industry right now is in tap rooms and brew pubs. And, you know, the regional breweries are, are flat right now, and, and they're, they're doing a great job. They're making great bands, but they're flat. And so in order to be successful in the future, a lot of innovation, a lot of new has to be brought to the table. Now, with regard to the master brewers, I, I think the component that the master brewers brings best is it's an individual membership. Now, an individual membership means that you can get reach to people on an individual basis, that they have access to podcasts like this, they have access to, to webinars, they have access to all of the technical detail. And believe me, as being a technical brewer, the devil's in the details, right? You must pay attention to those details. And I, I really believe that's the, that's the real value of the master brewers. Our community has some of the finest brewers in the entire world. I mean, the Brewmaster Forum on a day-to-day basis posting questions from everybody in the brewing industry. And it's, it's sort of like, hey, Toby, when you fell on your sword when you did this, what did you do? You know, and I think that's the real benefit. It's the district meetings. It's the individualized approach of the master brewers. Um, the, the opportunity to be heard. The opportunity to use current technology, like podcasts. This is a great example. I don't have time to go to the district meeting, but you can learn something. And I really believe the Master Brewers has a lot to teach, and we can learn each other. Again, we're all standing in a field together. We're waiting for the concert, right? We want to be there. We're learning together, and that's our gift to each other. So let's, let's continue to do that learning together through the Master Brewers. Coming up, be good at what you do, you know, and make sure people know what you do and seek to partner to build bridges so there's avenues of both membership to enjoy those benefits without being exclusive to an organization. I'm John Bryce, and you're listening to the Master Brewers Podcast from the Master Brewers Association of the Americas.
Support for this podcast is brought to you by ABS Commercial is a full-service brewery and parts outfitter. From our Raleigh headquarters to our Denver office, we proudly offer brew houses and fermenters from three barrels and up, yeast brinks, boilers, kegs, chillers, triclamp, and other stainless parts, all with the quickest delivery and lead times in the industry. Learn more at abs-commercial.com or call 877-BREW-ABS. ABS Commercial. We are brewers. Additional support provided by... Whitcomb Selinski McAuliffe PC serves all brewers in registering and protecting trademarks, navigating the label approval process, and assisting with OSHA inspections and safety compliance. Please go to WSMLawPC.com for more information. Here's what's coming up on the Master Brewers calendar. The 58th Annual District Caribbean Convention joins forces with District Southeast in Miami May 2nd to the 5th. This is going to be a big meeting with lots of great presenters, including folks who've been on this podcast. Joe Hertrick, Andrew Fradiani, John Mallett, Roy Johnson, Dr. John Paul May, Andy Tavikram, and more. District Philly also meets May 3rd at 2SP Brewing. If you're barrel aging, don't miss the May 9th webinar screening for lactobacillus acetotolerans in a brewery setting. District Northwest meets in beautiful Hood River May 10th and 11th. District St. Paul, Minneapolis meets May 16th at the Star Keller in New Ulm. District St. Louis is at Old Bakery Brewery May 16th. The District Southeast Spring Meeting and 4th Annual Crawfish Boil is May 17th and 18th in Tampa, and District Northern Illinois meets at Half Acre Beer May 31st. It's time to start making plans for the 2019 Master Brewers Conference. If you can only make it to one conference in 2019, this should be it. We're really mixing things up this time and heading to the Calgary Convention Center to see how Alberta celebrates Halloween. Check out the full count of events at mbaa.com for more details or to find a district meeting near you. Now back to the show. I want to talk a little bit about sort of the shift in, um, in membership from the old days where the, the larger brewers were the mainstay and sort of the basis of, of master brewers, brewers in all facets, including research and, and membership. Uh, you know, what, what, is, what do we have to do, what does master brewers have to do to re-engage that segment? Well, I would say keep it fresh. But, John, I would also reflect that, you know, say 100 years ago when the only breweries around were some of the big international or maybe U.S. brewers, it's really no different. Master Brewers is just changing with the current trend of brewers are brewers. It doesn't matter if you come from the big guys or if you're making 10 barrels, you know, in your garage and distributing out in a tap room. We're all just passionate brewers. We love what we do. And so, yes, the, the kind of the distribution of where the brewers come from is, is vastly changed, but think about the wonderful diversity that we're experiencing right now, the explosion of inclusion and everything that's happening that's so exciting in, in the smaller segment and as well in the bigger segment. I would just advocate, and I think Paul Getz had it exactly right today uh, in, uh, in the convention where he says, guys and gals, you know, let's just be friends, build relationships with each other through relationships. This is where anything is possible. It's just a hundred years ago, the only relationship around to have was with suppliers and big brewers. Now we're so much more diverse. There's so much more color. 
we're just so much better today. One thing that's that's different though is with, with the large brewers no longer leading the way. How does master brewers fill that void of the research that they were producing and, and stimulate more practical research in the industry that uh, you know in its current form? Well, I would arguably say that. Uh, United We Brew also means that we have to build relationships with organizations like the IBD, Brewers Research International, uh, with uh, great research facilities. I can think of a few big universities, one specifically, a couple on the West Coast, and, and quite a few smaller universities that are getting into that role of creating and teaching. And I really believe that in part of this partnership, we have to ask the universities I'll give you an example. If our membership decides that, uh, and we were just talking about Tom Shellhammer's work with regard to hop creep, not right. just a moment ago. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if we decide that this is a big focus area for the master brewers, then why shouldn't there be some kind of, I mean, it could be any university, quite frankly, but uh, if somebody wants to build upon, you know, the giants that originally come up with these ideas and they want to, you know, investigate that at another I mean I can't see why we don't have a scholarship program and I know we do that how we don't provide resources the output must be very focused upon what our membership wants not not what science wants to build today and we believe that's the right thing to do science builds itself but we want to be very focused so I envision that the more efficient use of our funds with uh, sponsoring a student to be able to solve a problem through one of our committees as an advisory function is absolutely acceptable, and that's that is absolutely within the realm of possibility for the master brewers. Craft brewers, especially small ones and, and new ones, have very different educational needs than brewers did in the past. I think how how does master brewers pivot to meet brewers where they are, wherever they are in their education journey? Well, it's just like in any other any role. You always see diversity in education and backs, background and style, and uh, we're all uniquely different in that. And, and you're absolutely right. You got folks that are you know uh, business majors that are running technical brewing operations. I would always tell you my experience as an educator and a, and a passionate teacher of brewing because I I really believe my role is just to you know my job as a leader in the brewing industry is to teach to give that away. But I would tell you, and over and over and over, that education is not the barrier. It's the passion that you have for the industry. I have seen you know, an, a liberal arts major become some of the finest technical brewers and authors. I mean, and John Palmer will tell you this every day, a lot of the material that he reviews and puts in the master brewers books comes directly from folks that you know, don't have classic education, right? There's, there's excellent examples of that historically that you know, even master musicians weren't classically trained, but they have talent. And that talent is, uh, is sparked by passion. And that's what's so neat, unique about our industry. People are absolutely passionate about beer. Absolutely passionate about it. And when you have passion, anything is possible. So the Master Brewers seeks to provide the opportunity through you know, resources within the web page that you can see one-on-one. -on -one. It's not like you have to go to a class. You can just go take a look. That information's there. Use the search function. You know, you'll find that, hey, well, John covered that in a podcast. You listen to it. If you want to learn it, you can learn it. You remember when you were a kid and your mom and dad told you, well, you can be anything you want. Well, this is the prime time in our evolution of brewers that anybody can be a brewer. Anybody with the passion 
anybody can achieve success in our industry. And I would just want to provide the tools to give you that information. And we have training programs to do that, classic training programs at Master Brewers. So John, you know, you look up at the sky and you see that clear blue emptiness, you can go anywhere. And that's a positive statement. That's that any possibility exists. If you love it, you'll make it happen. Toby, I know you want to talk about the um, upcoming uh, annual convention that's going to be taking place in Canada for the first time in, I think, over 20-some years. Uh, what do you want to say about that? Well, it's all about building bridges, John, and I'm glad you brought that up because uh, it's important. You can't just stay you know, in the proper 48 states and you represent the Canadians, the South Americans, and, and we have quite a lot of people internationally that are part of the Master Brewers, so we, we're actively seeking to go outside of the continental United States to we're sending a very clear message to our, our, our friends north that uh, the Master Brewers is relevant in brewing. It doesn't matter if you're in the 48 or if you're in Canada. And so we're, we're building bridges. Um, arguably say United We Brew means building bridges. And so this is a blatant, overt attempt. And, and we will be very successful at this at being more international, being more out of the 48. We just, we just hope that a lot of our, uh, our smaller brewers and large brewers and international brewers can make the trip. Just remember, you gotta have a passport get now that passport, in the real right. world. <laughs> and I've been hearing that from a lot of people. It's like, oh, Toby, I don't have a passport. And I, I say, well, how old are you? you know, it's like, do you wanna go to you know, Mexico or do you wanna go to the Caribbean? You probably need to have a passport. Those are fun places to be, so go make it happen. That's right. Um, and, you know, another thing in, in regards to building bridges is sort of the inclusivity of, of master brewers. And that's one thing that I've always really liked about the organization. You know, we don't have any, any, any definitions of what makes a brewer a brewer. We don't care if you're making two, two barrels of beer a year or 200 million barrels of beer. And I, I think that's really cool. Yeah, you know, John, I, I reflected on a little bit earlier, and I, I don't want to get on my soapbox too much. And people know that I can have a tendency to do that every once in a while. But to me... It's diversity, inclusion, there are no barriers to that. What I want to see is passion. What I want to see is people who care about each other and take care of each other. Take the time to teach each other. Take the time. My wife will love this that I said this because she's a kindergarten teacher and she's a saint, so trust me on that one. But what they teach those kindergartners is, is you know, well, what, Susie and Johnny aren't getting along. Well, why don't you just try to talk to each other? Why don't you seek to understand? You know, it's, it's those basic steps of being a human being. Seek to understand. And all I want to do is understand what it means for your experience in life. That's what diversity and inclusion means to me. So there are no barriers to that. Everything goes. But what I want to see as a brewer is your passion. What do you bring to the table? What do you care about? That's the exciting thing. That's when that you know, field of 5,000 people with all the mud and the beer and the action and the happiness and the, the togetherness, the fellowship, the community, that's, that's where it happens. We're better as a herd, and, and that's what United We Brew means. I think you mentioned you might want to talk a little bit more about sort of partnering with the BA on some things. Is that something you want to talk about or no? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, I have a good friend, uh, Chuck Skypeck, who is, uh, he has a lot of roles in the BA, but we have done some outstanding, fabulous, groundbreaking work on how do we build bridges together. And uh, it's funny, Susan Walsh and I last year were in Boulder meeting with Chuck and Damon from the Brewers Association. And when Susan and I left and we sort of had that debrief meeting in a, a small cafe afterwards, 
Uh, we both agreed that Chuck was one of the finest bridge builders, and we both had something to learn from how to do that. And, and I take that pretty seriously. I mean, this is why we're sitting in this great big convention hall here with over 14,000 people. We want to make sure that, you know, there are all kinds of options in how to learn brewing science, and the BA has a role. The Master Brewers has a role, and all we really want to do is present what that role is and allow people to make a decision about what needs they have and what organization fills it. But we are going to continue to partner with the BA. We're going to continue to partner with organizations like the European Brewing Convention, uh, the Beer Convention of Japan, the American Society of Brewing Chemists. They are all unique and diverse in their own, own limelight, and they bring unique talent sets and unique skills to our craft of making beers. And uh, that's just exciting. And the BA is a huge partner. We just finished up an OSHA alliance with the BA. I mean, that is one of the best deals going. I mean, it, we should be taking care of our people and we should be making sure they're safe. And if you haven't been paying attention in, uh, in the president's message every month, the first thing I'm going to tell you about is safety. It is that important. And the BA, uh, the ASBC, the master brewers, we all agree and believe the same thing. So uh, we're going to continue these partnerships, and, I'm, and I am very grateful that you asked that question. I want to ask you another question that's a little tougher around that subject, and, you know, I, I totally agree with you. We've got to build bridges and, and work with all these different associations. We're all, you know, in the same industry together, and we've we got to work together. But there are some master brewers members who have mixed feelings about partnering with the BA. For example, there's one school of thought out there that the two organizations have very different missions. You know, Master Brewers has been laser focused on brewing science and technology for 132 years, whereas the BA is involved in legislative issues and promoting craft beer. Uh, we've seen the BA increasingly take on technical brewing initiatives, and there are some folks who think that they should sort of stay out of Master, Brewer and, Master Brewers and ASBC's space. I've even heard some past presidents of Master Brewers uh, mentioned that they think it's only a matter of time before the BA would, would swallow up Master Brewers or ASBC, and they kind of hope that just wouldn't happen under their watch. Um, why do you think, how do you think that we collaborate and work with them in a way that um, sort of puts those fears aside and, and, and moves everybody forward in the, in the right direction for the greater good? Yeah, it's a crazy thing, John, right? Fear is one of those things that um, sometimes can be irrational in my mind. Now, that doesn't mean it's not real. I mean, it's, those, are, those are our thoughts and our feelings, right? And, and we sometimes are fearful for things that we look back years you know, in the future and go, wow, that really wasn't that big of a hurdle to overcome. And uh, arguably, I would say is that we must absolutely keep our minds and our hearts open to those partnerships. And we, we should never do anything out of a, a place of fear. We should never do that. What we should always do is seek to understand. It's uh, get back to the kindergarten example, right? Get along with your buddies. They're really not that bad. You know, it's in the brewing industry. It's an intense competitive market. But just like Paul said today in the convention, he said, I'm going to speak, let's be friends. Through that, anything's possible. And I would arguably say that the best choice for our membership the BA membership, and you may choose to be one or the other. We have different things to offer, and we respect that. But the idea is if we're talking about ideas together, we're getting input from the BA, and we're providing input to the BA, or for that matter, the EBC, and everybody knows that the Master Brewers is focusing on this, then it's more likely to build a synergy rather than to have a swallow strategy, right? And right. that, I believe, is, is key, is, uh, you know, be good at what you do, 
you know, and make sure people know what you do and seek to partner to build bridges so there's avenues of both membership to enjoy those benefits without being exclusive to an organization or, in, or without inclusivity in an organization. So let's not go forward with this, the fear of what could possibly happen. Let's go forward with the excitement of what could possibly happen. That was Toby Eppert, current president of the Master Brewers Association of the Americas, here on the Master Brewers Podcast. Well, why don't we all plan to meet in Calgary? we got a great convention planned. Uh, Darren Goodland and uh, the team and the tech committee is putting together a fantastic uh, event. You can, you can guarantee that we're going to talk about safety in every one of our messages as we go forward in Calgary. And I really look forward to what uh, Chris Scholl is going to bring as the president next year. And our newcomer, John Mallett from Bell's Brewing, will be our first vice president next year. We just have a dynamite team here, a wonderful, diverse way of thinking about how we manage problems and, and help our membership, like Jeff Eaton said, just more for the membership. So, John, and thank you for your contributions. Without contractors and folks who care so much about what we are as an organization, no, it's never about the money. It's it's about what you're passionate about, and, and I can see that in everything that you do. So you're to be thanked for being an important part of the Master Brewers. Great. Thank you. Did you know that Master Brewers now has a mobile app? TQ articles, podcasts, webinars, Ask the Brewmasters, and more, all in the same place. Search Master Brewers in the App Store to download it now. Losing too much, and then I'm heading out to any other place. My, my fist full.